This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now, here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Bryant. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by your Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We are collectively known as the Caring Place. We are reaching out to the homeless in South Florida by feeding the hungry, caring for the poor, and changing lives every day. Usually you hear this opening from Reverend Ronald Brummett, my husband, but I am sitting in today uh, for him. Sometimes I'm with him. And uh, I just love opening up Mission Possible, the good news program. We have so many things going on. We are in 2020. And one of the things I say about this year, you know, it's easy to say 2020. It's a new decade. But when you think about vision and clarity of of, uh, eyesight, you say you want to have 2020 vision. And so this year... We want to have 2020 clear vision into the future. And we know for the mission and its centers that we are centered and focused on helping those that sometimes fall through the cracks and nobody else really wants to help. It's men, it's women, it's children at all of our centers. And, you know, as I talk to people Uh, In the community, I say we have so many ways that you can volunteer. You can come in and be that volunteer. Uh, We have focus groups that actually focus on different aspects um, of the mission. And, uh, you know, sometimes the mission is doing so many different things, it's hard to say, well, how can I help? Well, if you love helping women and children, well, we have two focus groups. We have Girlfriends for Girlfriends and Cover Girls. They they have a little bit of difference exactly what they do. Uh, one of them focuses on women while they're with us. They help mentor. They do, um, uh, they do birthday parties. They do baby showers for those women who are pregnant and are staying with us. And they will help in so many different ways. They'll teach classes. Uh, sometimes it's just uh, doing arts and crafts with the children and providing that experience. Uh, so our women's groups are dynamic. They're always involved in doing something. Uh, if you become a cover girl or you become girlfriends for girlfriends, you have monthly meetings. You don't have to come to all of them, but you know that you can get plugged in and you can make a difference. You might say, well, I'm a guy. Well, well, I do. And say, well, you can join the home run team. The home run team mentors our upper phase men. Uh, they do all kind of wonderful things. Take them out bowling. Uh, they go to a Marlins game. Um, just have lunch with uh, a man to encourage him to stay on the right path. And if you care about education, can I say, I love this group. It's called Reach Education. It's one of our newer groups. It's dynamic, and it plugs in into helping in the education center 
We're also raising funding for our education center. We have 35 cubicles, lab cubicles, in our education center that we are funding right now. Going out there and presenting the story, letting how men are being dynamically changed through education so you as a volunteer can be part of that REACH education. So if you'd like to get plugged in in some way, I haven't mentioned it all. There's so many ways that you can get plugged in. Uh, we'll invite you to a volunteer orientation. So go to our website, Caring place.org that's caringplace.org c-a-r-i-n-g-p-l-a-c-e.org click on the volunteer tab it'll take you right to a page you put your information in and somebody will get back to you usually within 24 hours and invite you to our next orientation well, you know, we're in January. We're in a special campaign right now. It's called Mission Hope. And what that is, that's our campaign where we raise hygiene products because, you know, every day people are taking showers. Uh, they need uh, deodorant, toothbrushes, uh, toothpaste, uh, so many things, uh, all kind of hygiene things, even washcloths, uh, socks, underwear, all that type of thing. And you can help. Uh, we will send you purple bags. We are really known for our purple bags. We give you a flyer, tell you all the items that uh, you can collect. You can put them into these purple Mission Hope bags. We not only use them every day, but when we have outreaches on the street, we have two that's going to be coming up in the next couple of months. There's Heart for the Homeless. That's on Valentine's Day, and then on Good Friday, it's called Thanksgiving on Good Friday. And these are outreaches where as the homeless come in, the hungry, the hurting, uh, those that just have no place else to turn, not only will they get a wonderful meal, but they're going to get a hygiene bag as well. Plus, we have a group, a focus group called The Crew, and they go out on the streets. And what they do is they just talk. To people on the streets that are homeless, they invite them in, but they give them a hygiene bag and say, this is a present for you. This is something that people have put together to let you know that God loves you. God has a plan for your life. And if they don't make that decision right now, they may make that decision at another time. But see, you have to give something to someone to let them know that they're loved, that they, they are appreciated, that there is more to life, and they do not have to remain uh, on the street. So can you help us with Mission Hope? It's our campaign for hygiene. Please go to caringplace.org and just say you want to help uh, with the Mission Hope campaign. Maybe you want to volunteer for Heart for the Homeless, or as we get ready to um, uh, in, in April... Uh, it's not March. In April, on Good Friday, that's April 10th, we start um, advertising that for volunteers even right now. We'll be filled in early March for the April outreach on the street. So that's the reason I start telling you about this early, because we do get the volunteers. I mean, there'll be several hundred that we need and that we will get them because people do enjoy uh, being able to see uh, the difference of when they serve a meal 
uh, when they give clothing, when they give the hygiene, when they just uh, touch someone and say, you know, God loves you. We'll be washing feet um, of the homeless on Good Friday. It's an amazing time. Barry University comes in and does foot care. So, but don't forget, we got Heart for the Homeless before all that. So that's on Valentine's Day. So we do need the campaign uh, help with that. That's the Mission Hope campaign for the hygiene. Also, this is a time, you know, it's not the most popular time to ask for people to sponsor meals, but we'll be serving them. We're serving 1,100 meals um, every day uh, for in Broward and in Miami. So we do need meal sponsors, and you can be a meal a month sponsor by giving $21, uh, $42 a month. Uh, you know, say, well, I, that's even too much for me. Okay, $10 a month. And, you know, this is we're talking about five meals, 20 meals um, to help sponsor every month that we know monthly you're going to be sponsoring meals. And we give you those cards. It's called You Are Worth It. And you can put that on the dashboard of your car. If you see a panhandler, you can give them that card. Give them, I always say give them a little item along with it. Give them maybe a couple of hygiene things or some cookies or a bottle of water. But say, you know, that card is going to give you information about a meal I've already purchased for you. And uh, they get real intrigued when you say that. And then they'll hold on to that card and it'll tell them where they can go, where they can come to get that meal. Once we get them in the door, then we have that opportunity to say, listen, if you want more than the meal, there is a program here. And you can really get your life changed. You can get it turned around and doing something that God has created you to be. But sometimes you just got to get them through the door first. And so the You Worth It cards do work. Be a meal a month partner. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. And uh, you can be a meal a month partner. We'll plug you in. We're going to invite you to different things. You can even serve together in the kitchen with other meal a month partners. So we want to know you and we want you to know us. Well, we have a wonderful program. Um, coming up, we have some wonderful people we'll be interviewing. In fact, I'm going to be interviewing Andrea Rodriguez. She's the marketing director of Top Golf. They were one of our sponsors for our gala last year, so we love Top Golf. They come and they volunteer together as a group, as staff, and we just love them when they do that. You'll also hear a wonderful testimony from Francisco. I'll be interviewing him, and he's going to tell his life life-changing story so please don't turn that dial there is much more to come with mission possible the good news program on wiod 610 wiod we'll be back in just a moment well hello i'm marilyn brummett and i love this part of the program where we get to talk to people in our community that are helping to make a real difference and i have with me today andrea rodriguez she is the marketing manager of top golf now i don't know who out there doesn't know about top golf but what an amazing um place it is i know in the miami area there's at least two there's doral and there's also miami gardens but it's national so andrea welcome to the program and tell us about top golf 
Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here and representing Top Golf in the community and at a national level. Um, for anyone that has not experienced Top Golf here, um, we are a three-level restaurant and bar entertainment venue that happens to have golf attached to it. So it's everyone's game, and anyone, whether you're a golfer or not, is welcome to come in. Well, that's wonderful. So um, as marketing manager, uh, how do you get different businesses to come? And then we also want to segue, what, how does Top Golf give back to the community? Perfect. Um, so to answer your first question, we've actually been in the Miami area, Doral area, for about two years now. So we've got quite a foot, footprint in the mm -hmm market already so many companies already are reaching out to me specifically and asking how we can be a part of their events and their fundraising um, in any way like that um, and then as far as how we get involved in the community on a service spectrum um, it's also the same way um, in the past we've worked with you guys Miami Rescue Mission we've worked with Camilla's House the Nicholas House um, Children's Hospital and as well as Make-A-Wish on a national level well, that's amazing. Well, I can attest uh, to Top Golf uh, coming to the mission and helping. I've seen the volunteer groups. I mean, what I like about Top Golf is they don't mind getting a little bit uh, down and dirty, you might say. In Correct. other words, sometimes volunteering, people say, oh, I just want to serve food in the kitchen. You know, I don't want to do anything else. But they were actually in the warehouse sweating. <laughs> when I were to say sweating. Um, and they were organizing all the donations that had come in, um, getting ready for the holiday season, which was very, very important. And also, you all helped um, with our group called Cover Girls, which is um, a group of uh, volunteers that want to help women who are coming out of domestic violence abuse and homelessness and they really helped with that they even uh, helped sponsor the gala came to the gala that we had in october so we see you present and uh, we also feel uh, your support and that is so important to people like us and so we really appreciate that you help so many organizations in your own backyard and uh, does top golf kind of do that all over the nation it, they do. Um, and to kind of backtrack to what you were saying, it is a priority of ours to be locally present um, because we know that we are making an impact um, by building these huge venues. And we want to make sure that we're giving back to everyone um, in this local community. We make sure that all of our associates are enthusiastic and have that edgy spirit inside and outside of our entertainment venue. Um, and like you said, yeah, we aren't afraid to get down and dirty. Um, it is, you know, we are serving people on a day to day basis. Mm -hmm. Our associates are used to that and they're not afraid to get a little and a little even dirtier um if that's the word that we even want to use um <laughs> they're they're always down to be helping this the serve um the community um an actual another example of the things that we've done um actually an initiative that we took this week was puerto rico just went through a mm. huge earthquake right. and on the next day we already started a food drive because a lot of our associates inside the venues families were affected by mm. it um, so we're starting a drive to collect air mattresses food supplies so that we can send it in the next week oh that's amazing um, so you're on point yeah um, and besides that of course Miami Rescue Mission is one of our favorite organizations to partner with here in the community um, we love supporting the children and families affected by domestic violence um, and our aim is to just keep on going and grow our 
support in 2020. Well, I, off air, you were saying that you were going to up um, all the community effort uh, in 2020. So that sounds amazing. And to actually uh, feel and, and see your presence uh, on campus. And a lot of people don't really understand that when volunteers and especially volunteer groups come in from really prestigious places like your own Top Golf. It has an impact on our residents uh, that we're serving because they say, wow, all of a sudden they feel important, you know, like, uh, you know, I came to a shelter, I, I came for food, I came for clothing, I came for, you know, all this other things. But now I see somebody like that. Um, group and we put your name up all over the place so uh, they know that how this group is from Top Golf and they and they they start sometimes some conversations and you you all start conversations and it's just that camaraderie listen don't give up you can make it um, I've had so many of residents say you know the reason I made it to graduation is because I had a volunteer tell me don't give up and I'm even going to come to your graduation so Andrea it does make a difference now how would someone find top golf if they say hey listen I have a group and we would like to do something fun and uh, maybe go to uh, like you said is the restaurant bar and um, golfing at the same time it sounds like a lot of fun um, how would they contact you to make a reservation um, to make a reservation to just experience it, you could just go to our website, topgolf.com, and put your preferred location, um, and then you can reserve through there. You could also just do a walk-in. A reservation is never required for us. Um, sometimes there are waits, but usually we are open. We've got 102 bays in the venue, um, each one sitting six people per bay, so we've got lots of space to welcome everybody in. Um, and then if you do want to say, if you are representing an organization out there and you want us to be partnering up with you, feel free to go to topgolf.com donations and you can fill out a form there. All of that will go directly to me, actually. Okay. Um, and I can be a part of that. Say it again then. Topgolf.com donations. Okay. Um, super easy. And there's a quick form um, and I'll be a part of that approval process and sending you the donation or even if you want us to participate in your gala or fundraising event. I could be there too. Okay, but wonder if now if they just want to come as a group and just um, experience the, um, you know, what you all have to offer. How do how do they do that? Perfect. Um, so you can. Uh you can walk in at any time of the day. We're open from 9 a.m. to 12 a.m. every single day. Um, and you just walk in, you walk into our guest services desk and they'll let you know, they'll ask you how many people are in your party. They'll let you know if there's a wait. If there's no wait, they'll just go ahead and let you know what your bay number is and walk you to your seating. I wonder if they wanna make a reservation ahead of time. They don't have time to walk in, but they just wanna contact you. They would just go to topcoff.com. They'll find the reservations tab. Um, I do want to disclaim that there are times of the day that we do charge for our reservations. It can value up to $50 for a reservation, and that money will not go towards your gameplay or food. Um, so if it is a big party, we do recommend that you do it. Otherwise, I think a walk-in would work perfectly fine. Okay, that mm -hmm. sounds great. You try to make it easy. And uh, in, in this society, we got to make everything easy, right? Absolutely. Easy and fun. Easy and fun always. Yeah, and mm -hmm. always reasonable. So if we put all those things together. So I know that um, the two locations that are in the Miami area are Doral and also Miami Gardens. 
and both places are fun. And uh, when you see that big netting that goes all the way around, you know, hey, that's Top Golf, right? Yes, it's an easy landmark to spot. Uh, we've got big beams with nets. Sometimes people think it's a batting cage, but it's probably <laughs> always us. Um, so feel free to come by. We're trying to get some signs up so that everyone can automatically think Top Golf right when they see well, it. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Andrea, thank you so, so very much. Uh, for being with us today, explaining a little bit about Top Golf, and uh, hopefully, if somebody wants to make a reservation, they'll get to talk to you, Absolutely. Andrea Rodriguez. Okay, a marketing manager of Top Golf, and I know you're primarily there in Doral, but um, of course, if you want to do it in Miami Gardens, I mean, it's still that same website. Say it one more time topgolf.com okay that's wonderful easy to remember and thank you for giving back uh, to the community you are a profit or a uh, business but you are giving back and you know that really says a lot about a company so we say thank you thank you so very very much topgolf for what you do thank you so much for having me we're excited to be partnering more in the miami area Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami and the Broward Outreach Centers. Happy to have with us in the studio today, Alex Wen. And Alex is the co-founder and secretary of Fortitude Educational Foundation. Welcome, Alex. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And to, just to give a little bit of a backstory, because I always like to make that connection. We met uh, because you are new to Miami. You moved from California. You have this beautiful foundation, right? And you were looking for an organization that you could be a sponsor around the time of Thanksgiving. And I find it so awesome that you found us, uh, that you took a leap of faith because you didn't know much about us. No, not at all. <laughs> and you were one of the sponsors. I invited you to come to the event because it's what I do. And you came and you saw the event. Thank you so much. And I know you, you loved it. Um, but I want to know so much more about Fortitude Educational Foundation. What do you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. So Fortitude Educational Foundation is founded by both my mom and I due to our just love for community service and helping out with in the community as well as globally. We started about three years ago and we're based in San Diego. Um, I recently moved to Miami, but the things that we have done within San Diego as well as globally. In San Diego, we feed the homeless, package food, etc. We've packaged foods and sent it over to Africa and Haiti and etc. In Vietnam specifically, we have opened schools. We open about three schools a year in Vietnam, as well as build bridges three times a year to allow for those individuals and those kids that live in rural areas to get to those schools, as well as build computer labs and all of that stuff. Additionally, we help out with the orphanages every single holiday, as well as as often as we can in terms of helping um, have just hang out with the kids as well as give them toys and all this other stuff. In addition to that, we help out with disabled individuals in funding them to help them pay for wheelchairs or any accessible items, as well as give them money to allow them to start up their own businesses. That is so much. And I mean, I wish our listeners could see how young you are. <laughs> and, and I know you are, of course, you know, partnered with your mom. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to meet her. Uh, but how young and how inspiring is everything that you're telling me? And I know that you can help. You can um, 
you know, you can use the help of our community to help you with the foundation, Fortitude Educational Foundation. So I want uh, you to give them the website and the number where our listeners can get in touch with you guys. So you tell them about all these wonderful things that you're doing, not only in California before, now in Miami, and then in Vietnam, in Haiti. Oh my God, you guys are doing so much. So how can our listeners get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So my phone number is 858-231-1648. There's a San Diego number right there. Yes. And then the website is Fortitude ef.com and there's contact information for both my mother and I on there as well. And if you didn't get that because you're driving, you're busy, I want you to call me here at the mission. I mean, Alex and I, um, I have to say now we're friends <laughs> because again, she took a leap of faith. She wanted to help the community. She joined us for Thanksgiving. So I have all of her information. If you want to get involved with a Fortitude Educational Foundation, you want to help here in Miami. She's doing great things. Uh, she's looking for new friends that can help her because she Absolutely. was doing this in California, but she's new to Miami. Um, so if you want to help in any way or join her efforts and that of her mom and the foundation, please give Alex a call or visit the website. Alex, thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Again, you're very inspiring. Thank you so much um, and thank you for everything that you do as well. You know, I can only think for a moment here if someone is listening and, and you don't have to be from Vietnam to help, mm -hmm. uh, but the fact that you're building bridges for people to actually be able to go to school. Mm -hmm. um, I want to cry so much about that because that is it's so important, right? So, so important. You're really moving me with that. And so, but I imagine maybe one of our listeners being from Vietnam and mm -hmm. saying, oh my God, I got to join Alex, right? And you Absolutely. don't don't have to be from Vietnam or California to help. Uh, but if you want to join this wonderful foundation, please, please get in contact with Alex or her mom. And I want to say the website once again. Yeah, absolutely. It's fortitudeef.com. Thank you so much, Alex. You are invited to come to our centers uh, to volunteer. I know that you are looking for opportunities to do this every month. Um, and to all of our listeners, a reminder that you can always volunteer in Miami and Broward. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm Marilyn Brummett, and I love this part of the program because I get to talk to people who are uh, telling their story, going through life change. And, uh, you know, some of these stories, they really break your heart when you hear and find out what's happened to men and women um, as they come into our programs this isn't like oh wow i get to go to the miami rescue mission or oh wow i get to go to broward outreach centers but you know god really has a way of just changing people when they get here and i have with me today i have francisco he's sitting across from me i wish you could see uh, how these people sit in front of me. They are dressed up, uh, shirt and tie. They look amazing. They look like they're the CEO of a company. And Francisco, you could be telling me that. I, I just, when I look at you, I say, wow, you look like a CEO of a company. But you're here to tell your story today. So Francisco, thank you for being with here and with us today. And let's go back in, in time. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I came from a good family. My father was a doctor. Uh, my mother had her own business. Uh, I lost my father when I was 11. And we were three boys and one younger sister. And strange turn of events. Uh, my middle brother wound up with lung cancer. Mm. And he had never smoked. Mm. 
And during that time, I was trying to save a failed marriage. And unfortunately, I wasn't there for him as much as I should have been. Uh, six months after going through treatment, uh, they decided to pull the plug on him. And I wound up holding his eyes closed for six and a half minutes wow. till he passed. Uh, that was devastating to me. Mm. Uh, I took it at the time like that was my penance for not being there even though now I know that it, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And six months later, I lost my other brother. Uh, my mother was devastated. Uh, I was always the doer of the family. And I had made a comment to her. I said, uh, you know, Mom, I prayed for God to save both of them. Mm. And I feel like he didn't answer my prayers, like he wasn't paying attention. Mm -hmm. her answer floored me when she looked at me and she said why should he mm. she says how often do you take five minutes out of your day to thank God for what you have just to talk to him and I took that you know and it was very hard pill to swallow mm -hmm. six months later I lost my mother oh and I had to hold her eyes closed while she died. I found myself basically going into a downward spiral. I started drinking real heavily. And I realized that I was just losing control of everything. And for a person who was always in control, that was a very hard pill to swallow. And, you know... It seemed like uh, there was always an endless bottle. You know, I would drink and drink and drink until I passed out. And when I passed out, you know, I didn't dream. I felt no pain. So I just kept on doing it. Now, where were you living through this time? I was living in Kendall, Kendall. at the time. And a friend of mine told me about the Miami Rescue Mission. He basically told me he goes you know you're on a crash course and you know the way you're headed you're gonna wind up dead so and now did you come on your own then i came on my own uh i had a lot of reservations mm -hmm. you know uh my first month and a half basically here was odd you know, well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to find out why that was odd. So don't turn that dial so we can hear what Francisco has to say as he entered the Miami Rescue Mission after really suffering with depression all those years. We'll be back in just a moment. Well, we're back with Francisco. He was in the middle of his story, told about those depression years, losing his two brothers and then his mother, and then just turning to alcohol for relief of that depression. Also, you had trouble with the marriage, and, and just all those things came flying at you. And then thinking, you know, is God really listening? So you came into the mission because someone told you, uh, go give it a try. And you left us with, it was kind of odd in the beginning, so let's pick it up there. Yeah, to me it was kind of odd because... Uh, you know, the comment that my mother had made to me about God and, you know, I got here and, you know, God is a very big part of this program. 
And, you know, I, at first I thought, you know, it, this is a coincidence. And now I realize that there really isn't any coincidences that, you know, God does have a plan for you. Uh, five days after being in the mission, I got up from the chapel floor one night and I didn't feel right. I felt like something was wrong and I just couldn't figure out what it was. Uh, one of the staff members, you know, asked me if I needed help and I said yes. He called fire rescue. It was a Friday night mm. and I woke up in the hospital. Mm. And the nurse looked at me and said, you know, oh, you're finally awake. And I said, yeah, you know, it's Saturday, right? And she says, no, it's Wednesday. Mm. And the doctor came in and he says, uh, you know, you've got a major problem. Your three main arteries coming from your heart are collapsing. Oh, wow. Uh, the next day, both of my daughters were by my side. Uh, I wound up having open heart surgery. Um, they only kept me for a day in the hospital after surgery. Oh my I goodness. came back to the mission oh. and I sat behind the uh, cafeteria, the kitchen actually, and I watched the maintenance people, you know, trying to resolve a problem. When I found out it was air conditioning, which I've been doing for 39 years, you know, I basically talked them through it you know sitting amazing. on the chair amazing and you know uh mike buncher told me he goes you know our industrial you're, director you're you're exactly what we were looking for wow. and you know i worked with the maintenance department for almost a year uh letting god into my life has changed my perspective on everything hmm. because before where I was short-tempered, they used to tell me I didn't have a fuse. Uh, now I find the patience to talk to people, regardless if it's what I wanna hear or what I think they should say, you know. Uh, I just, I can't thank this place enough, you know. Uh, the donors, the volunteers, the staff, you know, everybody does such a wonderful job. And if it wasn't for them, I would probably be either dead or under a bridge somewhere. Yeah. Now, that's pretty, you know, when you think about where we can be and how God kind of just redeems us um, at the right time. When we finally came to the end of our rope and we're ready for that help, because sometimes we can't be helped until we're ready. Absolutely. You know, I'm a firm believer that uh, until you're ready, until you decide it's not going to happen. Nothing that anybody says is going to change your mind. Well, Francisco, you do look amazing. Um, and thank you for helping us with our maintenance and our air conditioning. And I'm sure in the upper part of the program, and you never know, you might end up being staff here. And uh, we just thank you. Listen, I'm going to ask the listening audience right now, pray for Francisco. Pray for all the men and women that come to our centers for that desperate help. Uh, so many of them find that God does love them. He does have a plan for their life, and he is listening. So thank you, Francisco, for telling your story. Thank you for having me. Well, I hope you enjoyed the testimony of Francisco. You know, when you hear stories from the men and women that come into the mission, you know, I, first of all, I want to say it's not easy 
for someone to share their story, especially when they're sharing about things that have gone wrong uh, in their life. When people talk, they want to talk about the good things in life. But what is so wonderful is as you hear these stories, hopefully you're being encouraged. You're being encouraged to have hope, maybe for yourself. Maybe you need to hear that story for you to no matter where you are in life that there is hope. There is hope for the future. You know, God has made a way, and we believe that here at the Miami Rescue Mission. We believe that at Broward Outreach Centers. That's the reason we are known as the caring place. Maybe you have a family member, a friend, maybe someone that you know is struggling. Maybe there's someone that you don't even know where they are right now, and you've been praying, God, you know where they are. Can you bring them back? We just encourage you to continue to pray and to never give up. As long as you're breathing, as long as someone is breathing, there is hope. And that's the reason we allow and encourage our men and women is to tell their story. Because it not only helps them, but it helps someone else as they listen to that. Well, remember, I told you at the beginning of the program that we are in our Mission Hope campaign. That's our hygiene campaign. And we need people that will ask us for our purple bags. That's what we send to you. We'll send you 50, 100, 200, whatever you ask us for. And we'll give you a flyer. And we'll tell you the items that we would like to see in those bags. Anything that has to do with hygiene, basically. So razors, deodorant. Uh, soap, shampoo, toothbrushes, toothpaste, all those type of things. And, you know, I have so many people say to me, do you take those things from the hotel? You know, those ones that I've never opened up yet. I said, yes, of course, we love that. So if you've collected those and you don't know where you could give them to, you can give them to us, and we are going to use those items as we minister to men, women, and children that are hurting, and we can give them, you know, uh, a shower and clean clothes and all those things that go along with it. We do need the hygiene items. It's called Mission Hope Campaign. Can your school, could your church, your temple, your business, uh, your neighborhood, you all do a Mission Hope Drive. I pray that you can. Please go to our website, caringplace.org, and uh, just fill in the information, how many bags you want, and we'll make sure that we send that to you with all the information. Or could you be a Meal a Month sponsor? You know, I mentioned that also at the beginning of the program. Uh, we have a group of people. We're actually praying for a 1,000 people uh, to be a meal a month sponsor. That means you're sponsoring five meals a month, 10 meals, 20 meals, 100 meals, uh, 200 meals a month. We're serving every day at the mission over 1,100 meals. And then we have the outreaches on the street where we're serving thousands. So by the time a year ends, we're close to a million meals that we have served. So we definitely need your help. If you could be a meal a month sponsor, please, once again, go to the website, caringplace.org slash meals, M-E-A-L-S. And just put in how many meals you could sponsor. You're going to be invited to be part of a group. 
Whether you can come or not, you know you are part of a meal sponsoring group. We'll give you the You Worth It cards where you can give to possibly that panhandler that you see and say, you know something, I've already paid for your meal. And this is where you can go and get it. It really is a ministry. So there's so many ways to get involved. Maybe you want to volunteer your time. Once again, go to caringplace.org and then just click on volunteer. And we'll give you all the ways that you can plug in. We have focus groups. So we're so glad that you tuned in today and listened to Mission Possible, the good news program. My husband will be back on air next Sunday. So please always remember to tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to Mission Possible, the good news program on 610 WIOD. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org dot org.